Are you a passionate business owner or entrepreneur ready to take your message to the world? Do you dream of launching your own podcast but don't know where to start? Introducing my eight-week Start Your Podcast program designed to guide you every step of the way in creating and launching your podcast. In this program, you'll learn the essential skills needed to craft engaging content, record high-quality episodes, and market your podcast effectively to reach your target audience. I will work closely with you providing personalized guidance and feedback to ensure your podcast stands out in a crowded digital space. But hurry, spots are limited and applications for our upcoming cohorts are closing soon. Don't miss this opportunity to turn your podcast dreams into a reality and launch your podcast this summer visit our website donnaede.com forward slash apply and apply now to secure your spot in our next cohort together let's make your podcasting vision a success Welcome to the Society of Professional Wedding Vendors podcast. I'm your host Donna Eid and today we are diving into your emails. I can already hear the groans. Stay with me guys. I would love it if you would subscribe to this podcast and give it a review on iTunes. It really helps me and it also makes sure that you never miss an episode. Diving into today's episode, I know for some of you, Inbox Zero may feel like a pipe dream, but I am here to tell you it's not. If I can do it, then believe me, so can you. I don't know how many email accounts you've got, but I have four different Gmail accounts. I looked at them a few weeks ago and I decided now was the time. I needed to hit inbox zero in every single one of those accounts. It was giving me anxiety. It just felt clogged. And I don't know how you feel about kind of woo-woo stuff, but I really am somebody who subscribes to that feeling that, you know, when the sides are clear, when the house is clear, when the inbox is clear, I feel more clear. And it really, really does help me. So I'm hoping that it'll help you gain a little bit of control in your life, even if it's only in a small part of your inbox world. But I have four different email accounts and I got them all to inbox zero. So I am gonna help you with that today. So the first thing I wanna do is tell you what I used to do with my emails. I would go into my email inbox and I would start clicking. I'm sure most of you have got a Gmail account, but with Gmail, they have little boxes on the side of each email and you can multi-select and then you can do bulk actions with those emails. So I would go down, I would see the emails that I wasn't interested in. Oh, look, there's another one from booking.com. There's another one from hotel exclusives. There's another one from all of these random newsletters that I've signed up for over the years. And I would just click, 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 read or delete. A lot of them I would delete But if they were ones that I thought, oh, I might be interested in looking at that at some point, I would mark them as red. And then the ones that I really wanted to go in and have a look at, something interested me in the subject line, I would leave them unread. This would bring down my red dot of doom, as I call it. On my phone, my Gmail is sat there in my little taskbar and it's got that red dot of doom. And if it would hit near 100, and that was for all four of my inboxes, I would start getting panicky. 
So I wanted to get that number down to as close to zero, if not to zero as possible. But this did not mean that my inbox was at zero. It just meant that I didn't have any unread emails in my inbox. I would usually hover at around 30 emails that I needed to go in and actually read. What would happen though, is that instead of going in and actually reading these, they would stay in there the next day. I would go in, I'd do the same thing again and the next day and the next day. And probably a week later, those messages that I'd left in there the previous week that were ones that I really wanted to read, I'd be like, oh, they're a week old now. The person sent me a new one. That was not so relevant. So I'd mark that as read. And so I was never reading any of my emails. I was never actioning anything. I was never filing anything. I was just quote unquote reading them by bulk activating the the read option on my Gmail. Now, obviously, that is not the way to control your inbox. So what did I do? The first thing I did was I looked at the last two to three weeks in my inboxes and I unsubscribed from any email that I no longer wanted to be part of. Any newsletter that I was no longer interested in, I just took myself off of their newsletter. Nice and easy to do. Everyone can do that one. The second thing was that I set up some labels. So if you're in Gmail, they're labels. If you're in Outlook or something like that, you'll be folders. And I created labels for the important emails I get. So for the newsletters that I actually want to pay attention to, for the course emails that I get from courses I've signed up to, for my bank, um, for my insurances, anything like that, I created a folder for those emails. And over the last two to three weeks, I put the emails that I had left from the last two, three, two to three weeks after unsubscribing to things into those folders. Once I did that, I did the piece de resistance. I just selected every single email in my inbox and pressed delete. Yep. I know. You might be sitting there thinking, oh my goodness, Donna, how could you have done that? You might have deleted something important. But I feel like it's almost like when you um, move house and you've packed all your boxes and there's a box that you haven't unpacked for six months and people say, well, you haven't opened it for six months, you don't need it, just throw that box away. Um, and also with your clothes, like, you know, turn the hangers around, anything that you haven't worn in six months, just chuck it away. Now, I haven't been able to do it with those things, but with the inbox, I was just like, do you know what? If there's something important, it'll come back to me. So I just deleted the lot and I felt much better for it. So, you know, you might not be able to do that. You may feel like a little bit scared, but remember, you can go in and you can filter things. So if you're worried about... Um, losing an important document that might be in there from say your bank or your mortgage company or something like that, you can search for those names and bring up all of the emails that they've sent you. And you can just bulk select those and put them into their folder. So they're not in your main inbox anymore. So then if there is anything important in there, it's going to be safe in your inbox. So I would recommend that as an option if you're too scared to just hit the big old delete button. The other thing that I did, which I found really, really useful was I created a new email. Now, this is one of the four emails. This is what I did a while ago, is I created an email um, with my name and opt-ins. So it was Donna 
opt-ins at gmail.com. Now, yes, you could send me an email in there if you like, and I will see it. However, that email is specifically for when I want to sign up to a freebie or a newsletter. If somebody is offering a free download and I want that download, but I don't want to start receiving emails from them constantly in my main inbox, I will use the opt-ins email. And then if I don't get around to reading it, it's not a big deal. But I can also filter out those emails into that email address. And then what I can do is I can go in, I can see who I do actually listen to, who I think is a good person to have in my inbox. And I will keep those and I will start unsubscribing from others. But it just keeps all of those, you know, when you just like sign up for everything um, and then you, you get all the spam. You just keep that all in one email box. So you would never give out your sort of personal main email email address to anybody that wasn't somebody important. The opt-ins one would be a great one for like when you go to the clothes shop now and they ask you if you'd like to receive your receipt by email and just give them the opt-ins one because then when they start you know sending you rubbish newsletters and stuff that you haven't asked for you can just hit unsubscribe now technically with gdpr things like that shouldn't be happening but we all know it still does so that is an awesome way to get round junk in your main email so now that we have got a zero inbox nice and clean inbox i want to talk to you about email with your clients now i am a subscriber to mailchimp and i send out a lot of my emails to my clients through mailchimp and there are other email service providers and if you're not set up with one of them i would urge you to do that now it can save you a huge amount of time and could actually save you clients and i'll tell you why one of the things I found as a planner and wedding photographer was that my couples would come to me and they would tell me how rubbish other vendors were at replying to emails. The lack of communication can really be the difference between you getting the job and somebody else getting the job. Now, it doesn't take much to set up an autoresponder on MailChimp. And what I would suggest is that you have it so that, you know, when your clients come through your website and they hit to contact you, that it sends, you give them the form that to fill out, it goes through to your email service provider and you automatically set up an email to go to them to give them some direction. For example, if you're not great at replying to emails straight away, have an auto email that's set up to go out. Thank you for contacting me. I aim to respond to emails within 48 hours. Here is some information for you to be getting on with. If you've got any questions, just send a reply and I will answer those when I reply to your email. Look forward to speaking to you blah 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 the auto email you don't have to pretend that it's you that's sending the email you can make it obvious that it is an auto response you don't have to be disingenuous but set some parameters so that they understand uh, if they send you an email and a week later they haven't heard from you they're going to have heard from somebody else and they're going to go with that vendor it doesn't matter how great your website is um, how great your testimonials are if you are not getting back to your clients in good time. This is really, really important. Set up that autoresponder, tell them how quickly you aim to reply to emails. Let them know if, you know, obviously wedding vendors, we tend to work Fridays and Saturdays. So if you email between Friday and Saturday, you're likely not to get a response until the Monday. Just set that out so they know when they're likely to hear from you. 
and then make sure you reply. Make sure that you go in and respond to that email. Now you can give them your price list or your brochure, um, something to be getting on with, but you need to make sure that you reply quickly to them and get back to them with answers to what they're asking. Uh, Because if you want the work, you've got to engage. If you don't, you're just going to lose that client to somebody else. The best way to do this is to actually set up some time blocking in your day. Have it so that you give yourself either 30 minutes at the end of the day or maybe 15 minutes before you're going to go on your lunch and 15 minutes at the end of the day. Something like that that just gives you, you know, this is my window when I am going to respond to emails and it doesn't matter what you're doing that you stop at that time to do that. And you can do this with a lot of things um, in your business, but for wedding vendors especially, just because I heard it so many times over the years, really, really pay attention to making sure that you're getting good with those emails. So either block off time at the end of the day or in the middle of the day and at the end of the day, depending on how you work best and make sure that you're responding to your emails. The quicker you can respond to somebody, the more likely it is that they are going to continue the conversation with you, the more likely it is that you're going to get that face-to-face with the client and be able to book them over somebody who doesn't respond for three days. And then once they're there, somebody else has already booked. It's really, really important that we are on it with emails. So whatever your process is during the day, make sure that you block off that time to respond to emails. As I said, Inbox Zero has really had a profound effect on my mental wellness. It is such a release knowing that there is nothing there that needs my attention. There's nothing there that I'm missing out on. There's nothing there that I should be responding to. Setting your emails up for success with Inbox Zero and an auto responder for those first interactions will not only help you stay organized, but could also increase your sales. So sign up to MailChimp. It's free or another one of those email service providers if you prefer. Um, you can set up an autoresponder on that free level. I'll put a link to MailChimp in my show notes for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. Don't forget to subscribe. Have a great weekend. Stay safe and join me again, same time, same place next week. Don't forget to hit those stars and leave a review of the podcast where you listen if you found value in what you heard today. It's a free way you can help the podcast reach more people just like you.